0: Stuff.
1: Oh, honey, I'm your bee. You're my baby. I'm your mama. You're my sparrow. I'm your tree. Hey, little songbird, singing oh so sweet. You are my sugar. Come on, give me a treat.
0: Welcome to episode 218 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talk to Dawn Landis. She is a Pretty well known singer songwriter from the Nashville area, and she just put out a brand new album called My Tiny Twilight, which is all about her experience being a mom, a brand new mom. In her words, she says these songs come from a place of exhaustion, bewilderment, and pure love. And if you are a parent, and I know many, many, many of you are who listen to this show, then you can relate to that 10,000 gabillion percent. And that little clip you heard is called I'm Your Mama. That's pretty groovy. And you know how I feel about the groovies here at the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Love the groovies. And you can hear that whole song, I'm Your Mama, at the end of the show. Thanks to Dawn for coming and talking to me. It was great. You're going to love it. You're going to love Dawn. Here she is. Stay tuned again all the way to the end for I'm Your Mama. Find me at goodstuffpod.com. All the past episodes are there. Social media at symbol goodstuffpod. Email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. Enough about me and the things that I have. Let's talk about Dawn. Yeah? You with me? Great. Let's do it. Here she is. You're going to love her, Dawn Land. Get it started, oh, yeah. Get it
1: started, oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Get get, it started, oh, yeah. Get it started, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It's the best. Welcome Don Landis to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. Don, how are you today?
2: Hello, I'm doing well. Great. How are you?
0: I am great. Thank you. Thanks so much for asking. Um you are uh th- this is gonna be kind of a kind of a different one, maybe, for you, a different kind of talk, uh, different kind of interview. Um you you've got a a very uh, noteworthy career in the music industry and you've played with some amazing people uh, as we sort of got out of the way. One of my personal favorites, uh, Sufjan Stevens. And I think this is actually the perfect time to like very publicly point out whether or not I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, You are. I am. Okay. Okay. I
2: say Sufjan. Yeah. Okay.
0: Sweet. So, but we're not going to get into that too much, but what we are going to get into is this brand new record that you put out called My Tiny Twilight. But before we get to that, for for folks who may not have heard your music or may not know a lot about you, can you give us a little bit of your backstory and where you're coming from?
2: Sure. Um, Let's see. Where do I begin? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I have Kentucky roots. Um, I actually went to high school in Louisville, and it feels like my hometown. I I still have a lot of friends and family in Kentucky, and um, I return there. It's sort of my... um, I don't know, something about crossing over the border in Kentucky warms my heart. So that's that's where I feel like I'm from. Um, but I grew up in the Midwest, uh, Indiana and Missouri and Kentucky. And then I made my way to New York City for college. And I've been playing music the whole time. I mean, I started writing songs when I was a kid and then played in bands in high school and made my first tape, you know, that <laughs> I sold out of my car which I'm still doing to this day but you know more like vinyls and cds but um yeah I don't, I've just been releasing music and playing music ever since then I was in New York for a long time and now I'm in Nashville
0: Cool. Very cool. So you're you're you said Louisville. Um, my brother happens to live there now. Louisville's kind ah. of a, got an interesting scene going. I think it's on the way up. Would you uh, Would you agree with that assessment? And then I promise we're going to talk about the music.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I love the Louisville music scene. And when I was in high school, it was really like you know indie underground stuff. That a lot of people were releasing music under the Touch and Go and labels out of Chicago, like Will Oldham and the Rachels and Um, Rodan, all these kind of indie rock bands that were making really cool music. Um, and it was really nice to, to grow up with that, that around. Um, and to this day, I think there's some of my favorite music is coming out of there.
1: Nice. There's
2: so many great musicians.
0: Removal. yeah that's really amazing um and it, you know there's more than bourbon going on in louisville and more there than is. more than horse it there is
2: actually something in the water which is right. what makes it actually uh,
0: bourbon. well said <laughs> well done yeah something in yeah. the water for sure so <laughs> so you spent a lot of really uh productive time making music and a lot of really productive time touring and and being around the country and so then you get to this point in life where you wanted to make a different kind of record. Um, and it's called My Tiny Twilight, and it's, it's six songs. And I, I mean, before we get into any of the specifics of, of what the, these songs are about, what sort of inspired you to go in this direction? I think I know the answer, and I'm totally teeing you up. But I think just to set the scene for everybody else, it would be really uh, interesting to hear.
2: Yeah, I mean, motherhood definitely inspired it. Um, and, you know, it's funny because I feel like, I mean, for any parent out there, it just feels like a whole another life, a past life before the, the child, you know. Um, so it, this musically, it, it just came naturally to me. These songs did. But I feel like uh, the writing was inspired by a different feeling because I'd never had that feeling before. Mm-hmm. You know, that feeling of love for your child. I just had never experienced that before. And it's so powerful and amazing.
0: Right. And we think we know it, right? We think we can predict what that feeling is going to be. But in actuality, you can't predict it at all. You can't predict any of it.
2: Oh, I had no clue. I mean, I I really didn't know. And I don't Mm -hmm. think it's just something you can explain,
0: Mm -hmm. really. It's deeper than, you know, I, I mean, well, I, I'll just say that you're that we're having this conversation like a sort of an interesting time where like I have three kids who are nine, seven, and five. And my five-year-old who has historically been like the very easiest of all of them has been just mm-hmm. just pushing every single button constantly, Uh-oh. right? But like, Uh-oh. but what you're saying, it, like you, you just... You can't describe the love that you have for these people who enter your life, right? When they're when they're your people, and no matter what you do, <laughs> when no matter what she does, like there, there's just this, it's unexplainable. I think you're totally right. So, okay, so I think that that sets a very good uh, emotional <laughs> place for us before either of us start crying. Um, so, <laughs> so you tell tell them a little bit about. Um, I don't let's let's start at the beginning the the, the song hello on on this record and just wh- where is it coming from and you know I guess like do you remember what was going on when you when you wrote it and had the idea for it
2: Yeah actually I do um, well you know those first especially for mothers who are nursing you're just constantly around your baby your baby is constantly on you it seems like you're, you're physically touching them all the time for those first you know, months and first year really, and they, 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 there's not really communication except for eye contact. So I just you just start to imagine, um, not that you're having a conversation with your child, but you feel like there is some sort of communication going on, and that's really all I was trying to say. Is I just felt like there was so much in the word hello. I just said hello to her like you know 50 times a day. It was so delightful because <laughs> you know it's it's almost like uh, I don't know that's it, that's all you can really say mm-hmm. or, or, you know at that point yeah but it means so much more than hello it just means a lot more
0: <laughs> yeah well putting putting additional meaning behind the words that we say and like what the way that you're saying it right is is more than just the words that you're using I think that that's and that's interesting. I've never actually thought about this as a, as a possible point of connection between like writing music and talking to a baby who may or may not understand. But like when you are, and bear with me here. Sorry if this is a little bit of a tangent, but I'm interested to know. It's like a very accomplished songwriter. What you think of this? But like when you're writing a song and you're you're choosing the lyrics or you're writing the lyrics, the words can take on a totally different emotional. Meaning, based on the music that's behind them, and I think that that's sort of similar to what you were saying about when you take a word like "hello" and apply it to, you know, talking to your baby, where it means so much more. What do you think? Is that too much of a leap, or does that make some I mean, sense? It's,
2: it's a leap, but sure, why not? <laughs> go for it.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Um, thank the you music for music go-
2: is interesting though in that way. You know, you can take a if you take a scene from a film and put, you know. A music from a merry-go-round underneath it, and then you put, you know, really dark um, choral music underneath it. It feels completely different, mm-hmm. and that's what music does. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for <Yep>. clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the uh, the second song, or yeah, the second song on the record and and the single is called "I'm Your Mama," and there's there's a bit more of a of a story to this one. So tell tell me a little bit about. Um, The song and and who you wrote it with and then um, the video that you directed
2: yeah well this is a special song dear to me because um, I wrote it with my best friend Danica Novgorodov who had a baby six months after I did and we you know I had moved to Nashville but we were still in constant communication texting all the time and talking all the time on the phone and um, we actually wrote this song via text message which is another first for me Uh, but Um. Yeah, and she'd never written a song before. This is her first song. She's she's a visual artist, and this just came, you know, just feeling poetic and on the text message. You never know what's
0: gonna happen. Right. So it wasn't like an intentional thing where you're like, okay, we're gonna write a song via text. No. Uh. Uh. Mm -mm. Interesting. Um, okay, so then, what was it like to? Had you done any video directing before, or was this a new experience for you?
2: Uh, yeah, so if you, for those of you who haven't seen the video, it's. Um, I just had this idea that I wanted for this particular song. I wanted moms and their kids dancing with each other because it's called "You're My Baby, I'm Your Mama." <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought that would be just be so adorable having moms and their kids dancing, and it's just such a everyone. Uh, when I filmed it, I just wanted to film it very simply on my iPhone and I got a green screen and I had the idea and I just thought, well I, I wanna do it with people that I know and people that are around me. So I might as well just do it on my phone. Um, but it took some trial and error. Definitely uh-huh. there were a couple of errors <laughs> <laughs> on my end. But uh, you know, it yeah. I figured out what I wanted and how to get it done and, and then I had a friend help me edit it but it was so much fun. I got my ninety-year-old grandmother in it, and that was a real trip.
0: Oh, that's great. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Nice. So, it was your first time working with a with a green screen, or or was that something that yeah, you had done? A green
2: screen. I mean, I have. I know. I sort of know what a green screen does, and I've had I've done a bunch of music videos for my other music, and I've never really directed one of those myself. But you know, you learn a lot uh-huh. being around, and um, so. But yeah, it was definitely harder than I imagined.
0: Huh, amazing. I have a lot
2: more respect for, I mean, I've always thought, I love movies and I love storytelling through through film. But yeah, it's it's hard to work right. with people and get them to do something that you want them to do. Yeah, That <laughs> seems natural, huh. if, you know.
0: Right. Is there a level of like, oh, this is awkward. Like, I, I know you want me to dance with my baby, but like, uh, like now? <laughs> like right now? No,
2: no, not even that. It's just. Just little things like framing and, like, you know, it's, it's always hard. If you have a big family, it's hard to get a picture where everyone is smiling. Right. And everyone is in, without their eyes closed. It's just that kind of thing. Oh,
0: uh, got it. Um, mm-hmm. Got it. So, okay, cool. So, you know, I, the, the sound of the record's is really, um, really beautiful and, like, really well produced. Were you going for a specific sound when you were... Um, when you were recording this? Is it sort of in line with sort of the style, like in quotes, that you usually have in the music that you make? Or was this a departure in any way?
2: This was really not thought out. About uh, well, what I, I just knew, I knew that I had written these songs on guitar, most of them, and then I just brought them to my friend Joe Pisapia, who produced this with me, and we rec- recorded it at his studio. And I know that he's a uber genius. He plays a instruments and has a great aesthetic, and um, and I trusted him with the songs, and and he was really helpful. Nice. It just was very, it felt very in the family kind of thing. You know, Joe's mm-hmm. a friend, and my husband played on it, and. Another friend, Sam, came and played percussion, and then it
0: was it. Nice. Um, it sort of
2: happened really organically.
0: That's the best way to do it, I think, right? And that's yeah. got to feel a little bit different than some of the other recording that you've done. Um, oh, just, yeah. Just a hunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so then, I I mean, we could go track by track, but the one that I loved, I mean, outside of all of them, but the one that I, I thought was really great, and I think that there's a good story behind it um, that sort of shows who you are as a mom, um, is Hushabye. So what's, uh, what's going on with that particular song?
2: Well, that's the first one that I wrote for this batch of songs, and it was a purely... Um, useful song um i just my daughter was crying and i was trying to soothe her and i was at the piano and i literally just played it until she calmed down so i found something that made her calm down and it was that chord progression wow. and that melody and then just you know as you know going sh- is very soothing mm-hmm. so trying to figure out how to get that in there <laughs> um <laughs> yeah so it was more about just how the song was actually useful as opposed to like what it was saying but Mm -hmm. then that all made sense later
0: to Mm -hmm. me is that still something that you sing to your daughter now
2: um i definitely go Still, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we go through phases. There's just so I'm constantly singing with uh-huh. her, and my husband's a musician too. And now she sings, and she loves Raffi, and you know, she just wants to hear Baby Beluga like a million times a day. So uh-huh. um, she sings We Shall Not Be Moved. She has her favorites. You oh, know? that's
0: great. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> but, that's so funny. Um, yeah, she does like that album, though. She likes
0: it. Good. Well, that's great. Okay. Um, Okay so I think an interesting thing that happens is you know we sort of talked at the beginning about how life changes a lot when you have a kid and I think that life changes for people in their job and in their work and uh you know you sort of have a different perspective have you personally felt like your your the way that you view your art has changed i mean i know you put out this record like that's the obvious thing right but like has your has your art changed in any other ways uh, since your daughter was born
2: that's a really good question um i don't know i think my approach to just life is really different Uh (laughs) i mean i'm just less it's less it's less egocentric it's more about someone else Mm -hmm. you know um so which is strange as a performer because you're standing on stage and your people are looking at you and you're talking about your life, you know? Mm, So that's a strange thing to kind of of hurdle to get over. But I mean, I still perform all the time. I'm actually going on tour tomorrow and, you know, I do that a lot. But so my approach to, I feel like to, to singing in public and making music for people feels a little different because, I constantly feel like, oh, but there's somebody else I should be with, mm-hmm. you know, there's something else I should do. This is important too, but, um, so that's, that's, the that's the, uh, sort yeah. of balancing act. Cool. And as far as writing goes, I don't really know, because most of the writing I've been doing lately is based on a musical. Oh. So, and that's like for a storyline. Uh-huh. So that's different, you know, than I'm used to anyway. Yeah. Because I'm not writing about myself. Right. I'm writing about somebody else.
0: Right. Um okay, so have your fans has there have, have the fans I'm s I am I'm assuming they've like caught wind of this this sort of different album for you, maybe a little bit, but have has there been like a response to this? Are any of these songs gonna make it into the set list when you are out on the road? So it's like that's like, oh, a, yeah. That's like a yeah, tell me, tell me.
2: I've been playing I'm your mama. I just did a tour opening for Nick Lowe and Low Stray Jackets, and that was like the song that people liked the best. Wow! It blew my mind. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I really couldn't. Yeah, that's awesome. I just awesome. thought, oh, I don't know if I want to play these, but you know, they other than a quote-unquote kids record, like these are songs that are about life, and like it, some of them could be applied to a romantic relationship. You know, it's not necessarily just about um. I think it can apply to several things. But for me personally, it was about my experience. It was a snapshot of that time in my Mm. life right after I had my daughter. But, um, you know, I think people can respond. I mean, there are also a lot of parents out there. Uh
0: There are. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Quite a few. (laughs) There Um, are. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, okay. So then the other piece of this and – i'm just sort of interested in as as a working from working parent to working parent so you mentioned that tomorrow you're going on tour and mm-hmm. so does that mean your daughter goes with you or how how like how did how do these things work for a touring musician and not just it's, it's, like a touring touring sure. parent like a touring mom
2: yeah it is difficult for touring moms especially um uh, Laura Veers has a really great podcast called Midnight Lightning, where she just interviews touring moms about nice. how they do it and how they manage it. It's very interesting. I listen to that a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, but for me, it, it varies. Sometimes she comes with me. Sometimes she doesn't. This particular tour, she's not coming on these shows. But, but she has come with me before.
1: Uh-huh.
2: She's come with me on you know radio interviews and um, in stores and all kinds of things.
0: So because because uh, this is your life and it's real yeah and it's what's yeah. happening yeah totally wow yep cool um wow that is uh what, so Laura Vier's has a oh, that's really fascinating interesting and I, I I hope that that like brings some some like good like comfort and collegiality and and just brings people together and, and being able to share that sort of really unique kind of experience. Um, that's really
2: it is unique, yeah. And you got, and you start to, see, especially as a a mother who's an artist, and that, and that's what my friend Danica, who I wrote the song with, you know, she's a visual artist. But any creative person who has a child, it's, you go through this sort of struggle, mm-hmm. um, and so, uh, it, yeah. That listening to that podcast was helpful to me. Yeah, it's
0: really cool, sure. and you know, it's it's interesting, right? Like we're talking about how things change, but you know, you may have you may have had your time to write like that may have been after breakfast or whatever it is or whenever it was, mm-hmm. but like, you know, that probably changed now. Cause I, if I know anything about having kids, it's that like the time that I used to have for myself has been cut in like yep. this. Right. So like yeah. figuring that out, it's, it's so interesting. So interesting. Um, but I, I hope that you still find the time to be creative and it certainly seems like you do. Um, so Don, how can we keep up with you and, and hear your other music and just find out more about you and, you know, social media, et cetera, things like that.
2: Yes, I'm on all the things. I have a website, <laughs> it's dawnlandes.com, it's D-A-W-N-L-A-N-D-E-S, and you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is probably my favorite one, uh-huh. so, but yeah.
0: Very good, very cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, good luck on tour, and thank you for taking the time to, to talk to me, and thanks for helping me feel better when I tried to make this tremendous leap between <laughs> <laughs> words and music, and I didn't quite stick the landing, but you were there for me. You have my back. I appreciate it. Um, I
2: guess you're back. Yes,
0: totally. Well, I'll, I'll um, you. Yeah. thank you so much for your time.
2: Thank you, Mike. Nice talking to you. All right.
0: Major thanks to Dawn for hanging out with me and for talking with me. That was really fun. You know, these things are fun. This is fun for me to do. I love doing this, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, I really do. And if you do, drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com, Or Find me on social media, the at symbol, goodstuffpod. I don't know. Should I say this at the beginning? Should I say this at the end? I don't know. I don't know. You know, we're just learning. We're learning together. Dawn's record is called my tiny twilight it is available where you get your music and now here is her full song i'm your mama and it's got the groovies we love the groovies talk to you very soon
1: you're my baby i'm your mama you're my honey i'm your bee you're my baby i'm your mama you're my sparrow i'm your tree you're my baby i'm your mama you're my honey i'm your bee you're my baby, I'm your mama, you're my sparrow, I'm your treat Hey, little songbird, singing oh so sweet You are my sugar, come on, give me a treat You're my baby, I'm your mama, you're my honey, I'm your beat you're, your you're my baby, I'm your mama, you're my sparrow, I'm your treat If you be my songbird, I will be your tree. You are the message, I'm the melody. You're my baby, I'm your mama. You're my honey, I'm your feet. You're my baby, I'm your mama. I'm my sparrow, I'm your treat. Songbird, songbird, I love to hear you sing. You are my wind now, baby, I'm your wing. Baby, I'm your mama, you my honey, I'm your bee. You are my baby, I'm your mama, you my sparrow, I'm your tree. You my baby, I'm your mama, you my honey, I'm your bee. You my baby, I'm your mama, you my honey bee off.